0: Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I am your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 61 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I could not be more excited to continue talking with you guys about personal finance topics that I think can be really helpful for you all in your long-term drive towards financial freedom. Today, and throughout the course of this week, we are going to talk about being extremely generous. I think this is a topic that gets easily overlooked in our financial journeys uh, because it's not all about us and i think it's important to recognize that our money and the way that we look at money should not be all about us today though our focus within being extremely generous is starting how do you start being generous how do you start giving your money away how does this look and how can you start small and then build and build and build and continue to push forward uh, as your finances grow, then so will your giving. So today we're gonna to talk about that starting and starting small. Before we get started though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button. Also hit the thumbs up, the like button. Also uh, leave any feedback or comments that you have about this video in the comments section as we move forward, that would be extremely helpful. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, make sure that you uh, subscribe there and uh, leave me a review, hopefully a favorable one. Uh, Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. I'm putting new stuff out there every day that I think can be really helpful for you and that can be supplemental to these videos that I'm putting out daily as well. And then if you need help in your own financial life and you need somebody to help you walk through a plan and create a plan that will work just for you, then I'm your guy. I can definitely help you do that uh, through financial coaching. All you have to do is go to my website, www.mnowithdillon.com, click on the Work With Dylan tab, and choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you, and we can begin working together and building that plan that will get you to financial freedom in the long term. So let's just review real quick, how do we use our money? Well, the three uses of money are what? They are giving, which we are going to talk about, saving, which encompasses investing as well, and spending and when you do any one of these three too much or too little uh, your financial life will get out of balance the priority uh, that you make on one of these over the others or two of these over the other one um, it it can really push your financial life into a place that is unhealthy and so that's part of the reason why we talk about giving uh, because this is one of the primary uses of money because there's nothing else you can really do with money other than give it, save it, or spend it. And of these three, you can be doing them all at any point in your financial life though it may be in differing proportions as your situation changes. Uh, but still, that said, anytime you fail to do one of the three, uh, your financial life will just get worse and worse in one particular way. And the one of these three uses that gets neglected the most is giving. And why does this happen? And I, I could really come up with three reasons. And those are one, uh, our household budgets are so tight already. How are we going to squeeze in giving? We're already living paycheck to paycheck. How can we squeeze in giving money away? That's one particular uh, excuse and thought for why we don't give. Uh, then also, we're we're just selfish naturally. I mean, we, we think about ourselves first, and we think about what can we do for ourselves, and others get put on the back burner when it comes to our finances, and that's kind of been ingrained in us, uh, but it it shouldn't necessarily be the case. And then we never build a healthy habit of financial management, meaning we've never been taught that giving is important. Uh, many weren't even taught that saving was important, uh, but at least that is commonly... Um, accepted knowledge that you should save money, you should invest your money. And the idea of spending is naturally ingrained in us because that feeds the the selfish nature that we have. But giving is not for you. And so it, it's just, it's interesting that each of these three things, each of these three reasons that giving gets neglected, um, it really comes down to the fact that that we think about ourselves a lot more than we think about others and we need to reverse that to get our lives back into this way of being financially balanced and not only do we neglect giving we justify how we misuse our money so we justify why we don't give and we justify why we don't save uh, because we get our needs and our wants mixed up we think that the things that we want Are actually needs because our minds are just so focused on the self-serving nature of our finances and then we don't necessarily want to look towards helping others we want to make sure we can help ourselves Uh, and it's not wrong to take care of yourself uh, but we take that to an extreme that probably shouldn't be uh, the case uh, for most people and then not only that uh, we don't see the direct fruits of our money when we give. Uh, so we're really, you know, we're, we're really hesitant to put our money somewhere where we aren't seeing the direct fruits or maybe we aren't benefiting directly. Once again, it's a bit of selfishness. We want to make sure that we benefit. And if we don't benefit, then uh, we're not about it. And once again, that's a that's an unhealthy uh, way to look at money. And it's a way that we justify the ways that we misuse our money. So why should we give? Well, we should give for multiple reasons, but first and foremost, from a Christian point of view, God knows we're at our best when we give. God is the ultimate giver. He's the giver of life. He's the giver of you know the food that you eat. He's the giver of the, the shelter that you have. He's the giver of all the opportunities that you've ever had. God is the ultimate giver. And the Bible never mentions anything about not giving. If anything, it is at all times, no matter where you are in your financial life, you should be giving. Uh, There's the whole idea of the tithe, giving 10%, how that uh, should always be the case uh, from a Christian point of view. Now, that's not a salvation issue, but it does show where your heart is. Um, And God loves a cheerful giver. That's what 2 Corinthians 9, 7 says. God loves a cheerful giver. So, why should we give? Well, first of all, if you believe uh, in God and you believe that um, He is your Creator and and the uh, Father of us all and the the one who sent Jesus Christ, then then you should feel the need to give because He gave to you and continues to give to you daily. But beyond that, another reason that we should give is that we will feel fulfilled when we give. I mean, giving is a matter of realizing that others. Are less fortunate than you and you have an ability to help change that situation. Um, And having that desire to help others and having that um, want to uh, make a change in somebody else's life uh, really grows as we give and as we see the impact that our money can make. And by helping people you yield encouragement, hope, and belief both in that person or those people, and yourself. You are encouraged that your giving is good. You're you're encouraged um, that you you can do good for others. You're, uh, You're hopeful that you can continue to give in a way that is effective over the long term, and you believe that your giving can make a difference. And then the more that you continue to help people, the more that this joy that you have uh, will continue to yield good things and continue to push you to give more and more. And so you feel that fulfillment of giving um, and it will push you to do it even more. Then the last couple reasons that we give are a little more blunt, uh, but they're they're straightforward nonetheless. First of all, there are people and organizations that need our money, that need uh, funding because they are doing good things and they're likely doing things that we believe in that align with our value system. Uh, and we can make a difference. We can help. Um, you know, when tragedy hits, then you know, there are organizations that respond to tragedy, and your money can actually help the cause of helping those in need. Um, you know, many start organizations that rely on the generosity of people uh, that, you know, do a lot of good for the community or the world. I mean, it, people have, you know, even in your own town, even in your city that you live in, uh, there are individuals who have started, you know, charities and started nonprofit organizations uh, for things that are extremely good that you can help make a difference in. uh, And you should definitely do that. And um, you you want to just align your values with your money. Uh, And if those are out of line with one another, then uh, one is going to drive the ship. Either you will... um, allow your money uh, to overtake uh, your life and you will look just to what you can do for yourself for your money Um, or if you don't align your values you may actually lose your value system you may uh, not you know continue believing what you believe you may uh, falter in what you actually believe because uh, you're allowing money to run your life but directly impacting the lives of others can help us to build confidence to continue doing so. I mean, we. I think a lot of us, the reason that we will choose not to give or that we don't think that this is for us, is that we feel like, okay, what can I do? What what is my role in this? This isn't about me. I don't really care for many of these causes. I don't care for uh, any of this, you know, stuff that I'm giving to. Well. Maybe it's just because you're not making it a priority and you're not looking close enough, obviously, because there are uh, really good people and really good organizations that do uh, have really great uses for money that you could give them uh, if you were to just do so. And then the last reason we give is because we can. Uh, You know, for most, if we are living on less than we make, we can definitely find room in our budget to give. Um, And it should be the first thing we do uh, in our budget is give. And so uh, having that line item, having uh, that thing set up first uh, is a big deal because then you're not trying to give out of what's left. You're giving out of what you start with, uh, which can be extremely uh, powerful thing because then you will likely give more. And um, you know we can find that room if we are effectively living on less than we make uh, and not overspending and not breaking our budget all the time. And then whether or not we're financially able, we can still be generous You know, with our time. We can be generous with any other resources that we have. But we're going to focus specifically on the idea of why should we give money? Because people also justify not giving money by saying, oh, well, I volunteer my time. Well, then where is your money aligned, though? That's where the real question comes is what is your money being a part of? People say, you know, where your money is, if you show me where your money is, I can show you where your heart is. And I think that's extremely true. And if you're not giving, then your heart is not as closely attached to those things that uh, that may actually need your help and may actually be strong in the same beliefs and values that you have. And if we're out of financial balance, then giving will actually help us to you know rein in our spending, rein in our investing, um, and allow ourselves to to be on an, on a pretty firm footing. As to how our financial life is built. And then, you know, lastly, this is the richest country in the world. If anybody can give, we can. And I'm not saying everybody in this country can, but most of us can. Um, and we can choose to live on less than we make, but many of us just choose not to. So um, if we can do that, then we can make room for others in our lives uh, and really change the way that we look at money forever. So if you haven't given or you or you don't really know where to start on systematically giving. Uh, to things then I would suggest starting small and that's what today's video is all about, right is it's supposed to be starting small with our giving. Well um, you should definitely start in a place that you feel comfortable. jumping jumping in head first and, and really um, you know getting in there really deep uh, can be a dangerous thing because maybe we don't do our research on the things that we're giving to maybe we're not um, you know planning our giving very well and then that can deter us from giving in the future so maybe it's it's a good thing that we start small so what we can do is we can start with some small amount that we give to something that we believe in and continuously ramp up the amounts over time Uh, not necessarily consistent with increases in income but with increases in comfortability with what we are giving to and as we build this habit and continue to ramp up then you can start making a bigger and bigger impact in the lives of others Uh, And then that will make a bigger and bigger impact in your own life and how you look at money and how your heart is oriented around the money that you do have. And if you're saying, well, Dylan, I have a problem spending. And so any money that's there, I want to spend it or I want to allocate it to uh, maybe my investments or I want to, you know, I I have a, a problem with putting this in my budget. How can I make this a priority? Well, in the same way that you invest right? You set your investing up automatically. Most people do that their investing happens automatically. Well, with your giving, maybe that should be no different. I mean, there are a lot of useful tools and apps that you can use to do some automatic saving that you can then use for your giving. So uh, many of you have heard of apps like Acorn, Stash, Simple, Capital, Digit, um, those are all apps that will automatically save uh, some predetermined amount, you know, weekly, uh, monthly, daily, whatever it may be, uh, that will allow you to um, build up small amounts that will get to something substantial enough that you can um, actually use it for something. And I think these are good tools for something like this when you're starting small, uh, because what you can do is you can um, you can just put small amounts in every week and then at the end of the month, then take that money and give it to the things that you said you were gonna give it to. Uh, That way it is predetermined, it's preset, uh, and it can be done automatically. Or uh, let's say you um, are giving to an organization that allows you to set up uh, contributions that will automatically be drafted out of your bank account. That's a very useful uh, tool as well. And so that will allow you to just have that thing naturally happen, automatically happen, Um, and really take more power out of your hands uh, when it comes to uh, having to look in your bank account and actually grab that money and give it to the thing that you want to give it to. Uh, You need to be very aware of where you're giving and how much you're giving, and it needs to be all budgeted out. Uh, But if you have the tendency to look at the money that you have left and say, I'm going to spend that, then this could be more useful for you. And then when you start small, you may be making a small impact on the things that you're giving to. You may not really be able to you know, move the needle for a lot of organizations, but you may be able to do so for an individual that you know that needs help or that needs uh, you know, money for something or could really use the help or a single mother or widow or uh, somebody who's going through a hard time or is sick or, or whatever it may be who could use your help. A little could make a lot of difference to them. And in a similar way, even if you're giving to an organization, if you know that that organization is doing good and you are seeing that that organization is doing good, um, then it will make a huge impact in your own heart because you will actually feel that you're a part of something, that you are actually going and making a difference uh, with your finances. And that will change the way that you look at your finances and it will motivate you to continue moving forward in your giving. So how do we go about giving small? What is the Process that I want you all to um, do, not just to give small, but to give in general, uh, but especially when you're first starting out giving. Well, first of all, uh, I want you to budget it into your life. I I want to make sure that any giving that you do, whether it be planned or discretionary giving, you know, if you're just giving to somebody randomly, um, you know, have a set amount that you can do that with. If you're giving to something planned and systematically, then have a set amount that you do that with. Um, but make sure this budgeted into your life because anything that you don't budget you won't end up doing uh, and so that can be really dangerous so let's make sure we budget that in uh, and that will be more effective in actually making these things happen in our lives and then do your research right if you're giving you're, if you're giving to an organization make sure that you know what that organization does make sure you know what they believe in make sure you know what you're funding right Where, where's your money going how much of your money is actually going To the cause and not just towards the administrative costs of the organizations uh, that's a big deal as well so just make sure that you are doing your homework make sure that they are being transparent with you and letting you know uh, where your funds go and then you can have more comfortability with giving and giving more in the future and then also when you're giving especially when you're giving small give with joy and don't give with guilt because like I said at the beginning, you know, 2 Corinthians 9-7 says that God loves a cheerful giver, right? Well, we don't want to be giving and feeling guilty that we didn't give more or feel guilty that others gave more than us. Um, we also don't want to be in a place where uh, we're giving reluctantly, right? We, we don't want to give and it be you know with a closed fist. We want to be open-handed with our giving and, and be joyful about it. Be happy that you can make... A difference for somebody else and keep your mindset on the difference that you can make and why you're doing what you're doing not just keeping your mind on yourself and the other things that, that money could be used for because yes you could spend that money you could invest that money uh, but you chose to do something different with it and that will allow you to keep financial balance so look at the optimistic view of why you're giving and what you're giving is going to do and don't be so pessimistic about that and at the end of the day you can't give to everything Uh, You can only give to what your money will stretch for you to give to. Uh, So choosing the things that are nearest and dearest to you and that you can feel like you're making a difference in is so important. So don't feel guilty that you can't give to other things. Um, Just know that the things you are giving to, that you can make an impact. Um, And then as your maybe income increases or uh, your giving increases or whatever, you can choose to give to those other things um, and really um, make a broader impact with your giving. And then lastly, we wanna make sure that we're always reevaluating our giving and growing it systematically. So um, we wanna make sure that when we are giving over and over again, that we're not just giving to an organization that is squandering our money. We wanna make sure that everything is, uh, remains on the up and up. I mean, if we look at our investments over time, why would you not look at your giving over time and reevaluate your giving over time? Uh, I think you should definitely do that. And then you know, as your income grows, uh, as your willingness and ability to, ability to give grows, uh, then you should definitely increase it. Grow your giving. Grow the number of things that you give to or the amount that you give to the things that you really care about, um, and and that will make a bigger and bigger impact on you and how you view money. The more money that you pour into something, uh, the more impact you're going to feel uh, when you give to that thing, so uh, make sure that you're doing that, and that will continue um Within the bounds of being financially balanced and doing all three things, giving, saving, and spending, uh, that will continue to, you know really make you feel like you're making an impact with your money that's not just for yourself. And so I talk about starting small. Why is it okay to start small? When is it okay to be giving in small amounts? Uh, and you know, it, it, there is no rule book on this. There is no rule as to you have to give this much, you have to do this. Uh, but like I said, you want to be giving more and more as you have the ability to do so. Um, so I think, you know, if you've never consistently given before and you've never been consistently generous before, then starting small is a big deal because you want to make sure that, um, you know, you can be comfortable with the way that you give. And uh, like I said earlier, not just diving head in um, to, to something that is just not going to um, pan out and then it will you know, deter you from doing it. the future but let's say you're you know still in debt and you're wanting to put every dollar that you can into your debt repayment plan I understand that Uh, but like I said at every point in your financial life you need to be giving in some amount so I understand if you're in that and you're not being extremely generous you're not uh, giving in large amounts or large quantities to anything and that's you know that's okay Um, but you know once you get out of that um, you need to be very effective and, and intentional in you know changing the uh, trajectory of that money. And you know, when you do get out of debt, the money that you were spending on those debt payments can be reallocated later into uh, the giving portion of your financial life, and it can also be reallocated into the investing and saving portion of your financial life, and it should be. It should be reallocated into each, uh, along with spending. And then let's say you have no emergency fund. Well, you should still be giving, obviously, um, but without an emergency fund, your ability to give at a high rate uh, will be hindered because anything that happens to you and your family uh, will really put you in the red. You, if something big happens and you owe a lot of money for something uh, because there was an emergency and you didn't have an emergency fund, uh, then it may take away your ability to give and be, be generous and, and be free with your money. So uh, while you're building up your emergency fund, uh, you should still be giving and still be giving in small amounts, but make sure you get that thing built up uh, and then really push towards uh, your, your heavy generosity, your extreme generosity uh, after that is uh, taken care of. But this is not to say you shouldn't be generous in these situations, of course you should. You should give as you see fit to give uh, and in the amounts that you see fit to, uh, but it doesn't mean that you can't just because you're in these places. So like I said, these are places where uh, you can give small. And then um, you know when your income is not much, Obviously, you can't give as much. Now, as a proportion of your income, you can give just as much as the next person, but uh, you can't give as much when your income's not very much. And, and this kind of brought to mind, to me, um, the the story in the Bible about the the widow uh, giving the two coins. And, and it's, it's in Mark chapter 12, verses 41 through 44, and it says, um, it's talking about Jesus here, and it says, And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums. And the widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who were contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had and all she had to live on. And so... This shows that even in your uh, you know lower income individuals and and individuals who may actually be struggling, it is bigger for them to give uh, what they can uh, than it is for people to just give out of their abundance. Because there are plenty of people who do just give out of abundance. They don't give out of um, that uh, feeling of you know God is my provider, gives to me, and so I should try to proportionally give back, even though I never can give back. Uh, what God has given to me um, and so obviously with less income you can make less impact on others but you can make a huge impact on your own heart and show where your true hope is if your uh, true hope is in your money and you're tight-fisted about it or if your true hope is in something greater than your money um you know like our creator then that then you can trust uh that your money will be um, you know well taken and, and well taken care of so uh, i think all of these are are really good um you know, really good considerations to make, and really good things to think about uh, when you are starting giving, and uh, when it's okay to be giving small. Because you should never be ashamed of not being able to give more. Uh, you should, um, you know, I, I'm not saying you should be shameful or you know, guilted into any of this. Uh, this should be out of joy. This should be out of a want. Uh, but it, you can't blame people who don't have as much income for not giving as much. Uh, But those with more should be giving proportionally more. Uh, I believe that wholeheartedly. So, uh, but the reason that we're doing this and the reason that this makes a difference is because this is going to keep us stable on the three legs of the financial stool, right? The three legs are the giving, the saving, and the spending. And if anyone is kicked out from under us, we fall and, or we'll lean really hard to one way. And we don't want... To be falling or leaning in our financial life, we want to be upright. We want to be sitting. We want to be stable um, on that stool. That way, you know, we're doing all things in good amounts. So, you know, when I'm saying financial balance, I'm not meaning you do them all in the same proportions. That wouldn't make sense in most people's lives. But you want to be doing them all in amounts that are impactful to your financial life, and that you feel and that have an impact on you. Um, And and if you're doing all those things, um, it's okay to begin by starting small. It's okay to to give a little and really get your feet wet as far as giving. Uh, but once you do that, start to ramp it up. Start to, uh, you know, get comfortable with the things that you're giving to and the people that you're giving to. And you'll start feeling that impact in your own life. And then you can begin to, you know, ramp up that giving. Um, in the same way that you would do investing. Many people do investing in the exact same way. They will invest a little to start and then they get more comfortable and they'll invest more and more and more. And this giving thing is is very, very similar in that way. So hey guys, don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Uh, like this video, hit the thumbs up button. Leave me any feedback in the comments if you have not done so already. Uh, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, make sure that you subscribe uh, to this podcast and uh, review the podcast for me and leave me a good review. uh, Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. um, And I think that's a really good follow for you and and you could get a lot from that. Uh, Also, if you need help with a financial plan, building a financial plan, working one-on-one with somebody to help you do that, I can definitely help you. Uh, Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work with Dylan tab and you can pick the type of financial coaching session that would work best for you and we can begin to uh, push you towards financial freedom uh, over the long term. So tune in tomorrow as I continue with this idea of being generous and extreme generosity uh, with giving to things that you believe in uh, and how that uh, can be more impactful in your life. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell, God bless.